On this episode, discover how to close more sales in less time and reduce your sales call to 30 minutes. That's right, you can close more deals in 30 minutes. I'm Devin Hers. Welcome to this episode of the DMC Marketing Nugget. Here we go with another great episode. My guest today is a global impact strategist, investor, and the founder and CEO of Gain the Edge, a done-for-you provider of industry-leading sales systems and unicorn sales professionals, which he co-heads with his wonderful wife and entrepreneurial partner, Cindy. Welcome, Jim Padilla. All right. There we go. Good welcome. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. I'm glad that you're here. Um, I know you have extensive experience in the business world. Love to get a quick overview of how you got into this line of work and your focus on sales right now. Well, I've been a, a lifelong entrepreneur. Um, you know, I, I grew up in, a, in, a, in an abusive home. I uh, was in foster care as a teenager uh, on the streets in gangs uh, and then in jail by 19. And one of the things that you learn over a lifetime of looking over your shoulder and trying to figure out how to influence a room is how do you move people in your direction so that they don't see you as a threat, but see you as an ally. And uh, that was my self-defense mechanism. That's why I survived. And little did I know that I'd be making millions of dollars, you know, over the course of the next 20 and 30 years, teaching other people how to influence the room, move people in their direction so they don't see you as a threat and they want to ally with you and really let down their guard and, and defenses and be able to give you a credit card. That's half the battle in sales. All right, well, uh, you learn something new every day. Well, uh, I'm glad that uh, all has gone much better for you since you were 19. And uh, I know that business owners out there are always down to close more sales, shorten the sales cycle. I know some people have very long sales cycles. Um, I know you've been saying that you can help shorten this cycle. So let's go ahead and discuss how you go about doing that, Jim. For sure, for sure. We, we've been very blessed in the last decade uh, in, in our current iteration of business to serve a lot of the um, expert, consultant, coach, service-based entrepreneur in the top 10% of the industry, people who are really playing a big game, uh, and they bring us in to be their sales division. And so we're usually doing high-volume sales for a lot of people who are generating some good traffic. And part of, you know, part of our efficiency is being able to get people to, to make conversions in the shortest amount of time available. And that doesn't always just mean the conversation itself is great. It's all the things that go inside of making that happen, like first and foremost, being able to attract the right people. You know, we use a term around here called QBA, qualified booked appointment. Okay. So the more sales you need, the more QBAs you need. And most people are very busy selling the product they're selling in the moment. And what we focus on is trying to sell all of your products. So we want to attract a, the ideal QBA is the person who is designed to buy everything you have so they can stay with you over time and upsell and cross sell and be around. Those are the people that become your raving fans. They also are easier to sell to because they understand what's going on inside your world because they're in here for a reason. So getting the right people, getting a, a highly targeted QBA who's got a bleeding neck problem to solve, which means it's a now problem to solve, not something they're just kind of interested in. Right. So you want to make sure that that's always in play. Uh, and then 
you know, one of the simplest things to really being able to shorten a sales cycle is the ability to just tell truth. And I mean, by truth doesn't mean, oh my gosh, I'm going to fake all my stuff and my credentials. I mean, tell people the truth. Like, what on earth are you thinking if you don't buy this? What are you actually going to do if you don't solve your problem with this now? Right? We make an intention that if we're in a conversation with somebody and they are not ready to buy right now, well, we want them to share with us what their exact plan is to solve this problem if they're not going to buy right now. Because we're not here to push a product on them. Because once they get off the phone, we're on to the next thing. And they have to go back sure, to the yeah. problem that sent them here in the first place, right? So uh, we want them to be ever present and crystal clear. That So that helps out with objections, which we'll get into here in just a moment. But understanding their needs, their problems, and selling the solutions. And then if they say they're not ready at that time, you kind of put them on the spot to say, hey, well, you just told me you have these issues. What are you planning to do if not this? Is that how it kind of yeah. flows? It, yeah, and it comes from like for me, it's a lot more about philosophies than it is tactics. And part one of my philosophies okay. is I'm going to treat you as if you're a client before you're a client. And, you know, I'm not going to wait till you pay me for me to tell you the truth or to give you a right. real strong quality recommendation of what you should do next. Right. I'm going to share everything sure. I have with you because I may never have another chance to tell you the truth and share what's actually going on. So my job is just to hold up that mirror and say, here's the situation you really should do something about it, right? And too many times we just focus on yeah. yeah. It, it instantly brings credibility to you and telling the truth and being out front. I think that creates an instant connection. It does. It, it Well, it's, it's funny because most people don't really like the truth, but we can't turn away from it. It's kind of like watching, you know, driving by the accident and doing your best not to look at it, but you look at it anyway, right? right? It's like we, we just can't help but be drawn to the truth, even if we hate it. <laughs> hundred percent. So I know that including myself, cause I get hit with sales emails, messages all the time that really don't like to be sold. There's no one out there that's sitting there, sitting at their desk on their phone saying, Oh, I hope someone calls to sell me something. So how do you navigate some of the big emotions that business owners have out there, decision makers have, and how do you really navigate not only the emotions, but also maybe some of the objections? Well, um, again, there's a philosophy to this. Uh, I don't believe that people actually object to anything that you're offering them and they're not objecting to you. So I actually, we, we call them hesitations instead of objections, just because it's a different mindset and approach. Okay. When we have to overcome an objection, it feels like work. You got to roll up your sleeves. Right. You're like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I got to solve this. When it's a hesitation, if you really, the way we see it is people just lack clarity. So they're hesitant to move forward. So taking that approach, just dive in and gain greater clarity. Okay, this is great. What are we missing? How do we give them a more clear picture of what's going on? There's nothing to overcome. You just have to give them more clarity so that they have less hesitation. And I don't care what direction. I want them a crystal clear. In our world, it's a default. By If it's not a hell yes, by default, it's a hell no. So we're not looking for anything that's a maybe. We want people to be absolutely clear this is for them, or absolutely clear this is not the time. Right. So yeah, think, that's so, the first step in all of this. And then the other piece that you want to think about is um, being you don't have to overcome the thing that they're saying. Just let, try to lose that perspective in your mind. And uh, I, I again, one a strategy that I use often is I get into the sandbox of whatever their objection is. They bring it. So if somebody says, hey, I need to go. I need I'm not sure if it's in my budget. OK, cool. Let's jump into the sandbox of budget. Um, so let's talk about your budget. 
How often do you use your budget? When's the last time you've looked at your budget? What is your actual strategy for your budget? Is it to keep you from spending anything you shouldn't spend? Or is it to give you a management tool so that if you overspend here, you can underspend here and you can make better decisions? How do you approach your budget? I'm not going to just let you say it's not in my budget, right? Because that's silly. You can spend something out of budget right now and just make sure that over the next three months, you allocate and move stuff around so you get back on track. We all know that, right? right. And I'm willing to bet you haven't even looked at your budget in a month. So let's not say it's not in your budget. You know, it's probably a smokescreen. So we just we just open up the conversation to a little bit more clarity and truth. Yeah, that that that's huge. I, I think that's a, a wonderful nugget there. Um, I'll throw a little bit of a curveball at you here. Um, what do you say for some of the clients? And there's a lot of them out there that say I have no budget or no budget planned out for any of these types of initiatives. What is your reaction to that? Yeah, you know, that's great. And that's understandable because that's that you kind of defined an entrepreneur lifestyle. Uh, we tend to mm -hmm. react versus brand as, uh, by default. And uh, right. that's the first part of the problem. So what my, my, my concern would be at this moment was how long have you been dealing with this problem? What is it costing you? How much longer are you willing to continue dealing with it and let it continue to cost this? Because you may not have had a plan for this. Let's fix that right now. Let's put a plan in place so that you do solve this. Let's do everything we can to figure out what needs to happen so you can start solving it today. And if somehow you can't start solving it today, then let's at least get you in motion towards the solution so that it can be solved in the next 30, 60, 90 days. He's smooth, folks. He's definitely smooth out there. So uh, let's, uh, let's go into where, of course, we've all been to buy a new car, um, been on many a calls where I can kind of see the pattern. Now I've been through a bunch of sales trainings in the past, whether it be Sandler Sales Institute and consultants and this and that, and they have these tactics to try to get people to close quickly. Um, I'm privy to those. A lot of people aren't, um, but, and they do work. Um, but how do you, someone go about without being pushy or over salesy, how do they speed up that process or even have that one call close that you speak about? Yeah, it's, you know, again, starting with the target, it's an entire system, right? The, the biggest challenge is most people break everything apart as if each part of the process is its own leg of the journey. And they're all designed to work together, starting from how well you're targeting the ideal people. You know, first of all, how do you attract 100 people in your world who love you instead of 1,000 people who just like you? So if you start narrowing the focus of the ideal person and only market and only message and address those people, that way the people who are outside the bullseye, they'll still find their way through your world. They'll still come to you and you can still sell them things. But if you're trying to match your conversation to everybody in your world, you're gonna have a long journey. Let's just get crystal clear on who's the ideal avatar. And you'd be amazed at how many people will try to make themselves be the ideal avatar. So if you say, look, most of the people we work with, you know, they're trying to replace themselves. They're trying to grow a sales team. So if you're not at that place, I don't know if this is gonna be as helpful for you, but it'll get you clear. No, 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 I wanna be, I wanna be hiring that salesperson. I'm looking for that. It's something I haven't talked to you about yet, but it is something that I want to do right they'll qualify themselves as the ideal buyer and they'll put themselves in that bucket or they won't they'll say oh my gosh that's too big for me i can't do that right so your job is not to make them comfortable it's to make sure they're clear you you have to bring clarity clarity is the name of the game that moves people to action it, gives, it makes people compelled to do something about it because they know what they're trying to do yeah. what they're trying to solve it, it make, makes so much sense and now um of course, you teach a lot of this and we'll get into something that's coming up in the near future. But 
are there any other aspects of the sales process? I mean, with all these things going on nowadays with LinkedIn, TikTok, is there anything else that you're seeing that's working right now that you want to share with the audience? Yeah, obviously, technology is a massive player in the industry right now. Um, and I think people are are getting very, very reactive. And the number one thing to remember is technology is here to enhance you, not to replace you. So your job is not to replace people with technology is put systems and processes in place that allow people to do yeah. their job better. And that's going to make you much more effective. I have a, I have a schematic that we do whenever we're doing events, we always on, on the whiteboard. Um, there's, there's a, we have efficiency and we have effectiveness and most people think those are two different things. And in my mind, it's just, they're both the same thing on opposite ends of a spectrum. If you are okay. super efficient, it's usually at the price of being super effective. So you start out one-on-one. -on -one. If you put your hands on somebody, you're doing the thing you can probably do best and most effectively. That's high effective, low efficient. And then you start building processes and start replicating yourself with team and process and system. And at some point, you're going to reach a tipping point where this is where it all wins. And then if you go too far, you start getting more efficient, but less effective. So it's always making sure that you are you're never compromising the outcome at the expense of trying to save time or money. Right. So that's, that's if you perfect. do that, you're, you're going to always be in tune to what is your ideal buyer need and how is your team interacting with them? That's a hundred percent on point there. And uh, that's why you teach this. And I'm excited because I don't care how many years you've been in sales. There's always things to learn. The environment changes. People have other tactics and strategies and ways to go about sales that you may not be practicing. So uh, we've got an exciting uh, workshop coming up that you're throwing. Uh, we'll have the link in the description there, but love to tell our loyal listeners out there why they should schedule the time to check out this workshop that you got coming up. Yeah, it's we're excited about it. This is actually something we used to do over a two day uh, experience, and this is now a three day workshop. So I have been challenged to pare down my genius to a three hour workshop, but it's a sales strategy simplified workshop. And the short answer is it's about developing your money making plan. Most people don't make the money they want simply because they didn't actually plan for it. And you want to have a plan that will allow you and, and we, we create a one page what we call our strategic one play money making plan and it literally it looks like this and it's on here is everything that we do to make money so that we everybody on our team has access to it any contractors we hire everybody knows what's the objective who's the who what is the person you're trying to uh, you're trying to serve what's their bleeding neck problem what are your solutions what are the key offers that you're going to be pushing into this uh, opportunity what is your revenue targets how much of what are you going to sell to reach those revenue targets what are the air, where are your lanes that you're going to find them? What, where, where you can find your, do your primary lead generation. And then what is your cadence? This is a big one. This is like our secret sauce is how do you create a cadence? Everybody should have a cadence, meaning I do a weekly webinar. I do a monthly workshop. I do a quarterly event. Uh, I do, I do interview, I do podcast interviews, right? What you should be able to know exactly when you're doing what activities and everybody in your team knows what those activities are so that you have predictability and consistency in how you're going to serve your prospects and your qualified booked appointments so that everybody's moving in the same direction. Change the game when everybody in your company is working at, on the same rhythm all the time. All of a sudden revenue starts happening as a, as a measure of consistently predictable activities. 
Yeah, I, I would say in a, in a virtual world that many of us are working in now, a lot of times you forget that. You just rely on the systems that are in the, in play, but that personal connection and the team meetings, uh, it's funny that you bring that up because that's one of our focuses this week is that everyone's kicking butt on our team and they all have their own little areas, but there's some of the unified stuff for our own company um, that we're pushing to the back burner. So I think it was that team meetings and, and bringing in the overall goals that we have. And like, I love what you're saying, set your cadence. So that way you have those priorities set up and you just religiously live through them and you're just going through them. Like it's just part of the day, part of the week. So I think that's a great point. Uh, Jim, when's the, um, the actual workshop? What date and time is that coming up? That's coming up Thursday, uh, the 20th, uh, 10 a.m. Pacific time. And so whatever you have going on, I highly recommend that you jump in because the goal here is that no matter where you are on your 2023 revenue targets, we want you to hit them by the end of the year because you can make your entire year in the second half of the year. No problem. As long as you plan for it. Absolutely. Well, definitely hit that link in my description of this episode. So that way you can register for the event coming up in a couple of days. Uh, and Jim, if someone wants to get a hold of you, whether it's after this workshop, I know you may have other workshops. What's the best way to get a hold of you? Best place to find me is at jimp360.com, J-I-M-P-360.com. Once you get there, hit the contact button, shoot me a text message, tell me you found here on the Nugget podcast, and let me know that you're interested in sales team support, and we'll connect with you and get you the resources you need. This is awesome, Jim. Thanks for all the wonderful sales nuggets. Anything else you want to tell the audience out there? You know, I, I will give you one one just little other nugget because we're coming up against this all the time right now. Um, if you're not a sales expert, don't you can't force yourself to become one, and you shouldn't have to. So just tell yourself and tell the people you're talking to. Say, look, here, write this down. Actually, this is a, write down this exact phrase. I'm world class at solving this problem. I'm just not world class at selling it. So be patient with me. And if you deliver that message to people who are on the phone. What do you think is going to happen to you and to them, right? Your pressure is going to drop. Relax. They're going to become a fan. All of a sudden, they're going to want you to win. They're like, "Hey, you're doing great. Don't worry about it." Now you start working <laughs> together to solve a problem. Huge. Ooh, man, the, the psychology of sales. Gotta love it. Well, thanks again. I would say if you get out there and pair gym sales tactics with our DMC marketing prowess. And boom, you got the one-two punch to generate more leads and close more deals quickly. And if you're watching this, go ahead and give us, a, give us a thumbs up. Leave your thoughts in the comments. Check us out on all your favorite podcast streaming platforms or visit dmcmarketingnugget.com to watch all of our past episodes. Here's to your success.